Yes, sir. Fresh Kid P. Fresh Kid T. Oh, yeah, we back. Owens oh, Afro, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. Chitty Bang. And we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. Hey, yo, I once was a kid. All I had was a dream. More money, more problems. When I get it, I'm a pallet out. Now I'm dope. Want the bread? We can toast so fresh. How we flow? Everybody Hello, get this down. Hello, and welcome to Spice This podcast is going to focus on the young players the young spicy talent that is coming up through the monster system and uh, i'm going to be using this podcast uh, to basically showcase what is going on at underage level um at both under 18s uh, in the schools uh, and in under 19s and in any monster a or development games and in the ail as the season goes on and um, you might be asking how i can see these games some some games i will go to um, other games um, are going to be watched by me on Huddle. Um, as part of my work with the RFU, I get access to every single game that gets uploaded to that platform, which includes all of these games. And um, I will watch them. I will give you my read on the individuals. Uh, and I will also remind you that these are kids still, for the most part. Um, some of them are under 18. Um, some of them are just out of school or still in school for the most part. So my reading of them will be with 100% that in mind, that we're looking at young players. We're not looking at players who are even close to the finished article as of yet. And uh, I'm going to keep it as positive as I think I normally do with regards to any young talent. So I'm going to get straight into it. I've got a, a, a listener question uh, submission section for this. If you go to the TRK Secret Club, there is a channel there called Spicy Talent. And uh, if you go and leave a question on there, I will um, give those questions and airing on this podcast and we will try and learn a little bit more about what's going on in the monster pathways and um i suppose just try and get excited about young players as they're coming up through the ranks and um i think that later in this um series i think next week um i'll be covering the monster under 19s as they play connacht and there'll be another under 18 schools game but i'm also going to be finding out as much as i can from the um pre-season training sessions I've already got information on one of them I'm not going to try and get information on the second as we build into that first pre-season friendly and uh, yeah just try to get to a stage where we can find out more about what's going on uh, under the surface at Munster um, so the first game that I covered um, I went and I went back and I looked at the um, under 18's win over Leinster on uh, Wednesday of this week fantastic win for Munster I think it was 24-14 or something along those lines but um, to give you a flavour of just how remarkable that win was like Munster usually lose the under 18 boys schools to Leinster Leinster usually beat absolutely everybody and and they played very very well um, did Leinster and they have a good team like the biggest issue when you go and you look at all these games and you go back and you look at them through the years is you see that a lot of the a lot of the differences between the sides in years gone by wasn't necessarily skill level but Leinster were so much more developed physically that it became very difficult for Munster to showcase that skill um, that they had which I think is you know up there with, with all of those players I think they're like very well coached on both sides um, for the most part I think when you look at this under 18 boys schools team from Munster versus Leinster they were more than capable 
of going toe to toe to them physically. The same with the under 19s in that Interpro uh, in Feathered uh, a couple of weeks ago. Like the the size difference is in, in some cases like there there are guys who are you know fairly well built in that Leinster under 19s. Like there's a few lads in their front row who are stacked, but. Uh, I felt that the Munster players were matching up with them physically, um, size-wise, power-wise, and that can only be a good thing. And I think you look at this Munster under-18s uh, win over Leinster in, in Donnybrook, just gives you a flavour as to just how well-developed they are physically as well. They're just after coming off a summer uh, summer series of, of training sessions, and I think they had boarding sessions as well. Um, there's some real talent here uh, in this under 18 boys schools team I'm going to go through a few of them um, who I felt stood out to me and this does not say that there's other players who didn't stood out these were the guys I just kind of picked up on uh, during the game itself overall I, I felt that looking at at Munster's back line I felt that they ran really good stuff at times um, the use of the fullback uh, Daryl Callahan, he's with uh, Cres- or with uh, CBC in Cork and uh, Leo O'Leary they were all looping in off their wing consistently. And that was something that was happening all through the under-18s, boys and the under-19s, where they were using those inside wingers and, and using those guys as just layered options in attack, which, again, you didn't previously see. That's bleeding down from the the, the Munster senior squad. Um, and the likes of Leo O'Leary and, and Billy McCarthy um, were very good. Like I, I felt that in that under-18 boys school game. They looked very physical. They showed good hands when they needed to as well. Um, Darrell Callahan, I think, looked... I, I was quite impressed with him. I, th- I thought he played pretty well. Um, the big standouts for me, though, were um, two prize guys, James O'Leary and Harry Murphy in midfield. But uh, James O'Leary in particular stood out to me physically is some boy, this guy. Um, I think he's still... 16 or 17 like he's a good bit under 18 as far as I'm as far as I'm aware I think he was doing was he in fourth year last year fourth or fifth year either way a big physical unit of a player who was bullying guys in content like or in in, in, in contact or other content on the brain but like for a fella that size and, and and that power um at his age is fairly rare and like again the Leinster players that he would have been up against are absolute no slouches whatsoever physically um he was putting these guys back dominating uh, and that's not something that you see every day when it comes to backs versus backs in uh in these leinster monster interpros at this level so that was very very impressive um two guys at the, like i think the big difference between both sides for me was at halfback um tom wood from st munchens and uh chris barrett christians um were fantastic really really good um chris barrett has had a fair bit of attention like you you hear you hear guys talking about him coming up um i've only really kind of become aware of him in the last while um but as he's a scrum half like his pass quality his um route running to the rock everything really really good um He's uh, like I think the biggest thing though for me is his, is his pass quality, his ability to break. Um, looks very polished for his age, very very polished. Getting some good coaching. Uh, whoever's looking after those guys are like he, he's getting very good coaching. Um, his consistent ability to you know basically put the ball in the right spot made it easier for monsters forwards to dominate in contact, which I think they did for the most part. Um, but you look at Tom Wood. This is Keith Wood's young fella. 
uh, playing at 10 now he has played I've seen him being listed as a fullback in a few other of these uh, interpros um, he can play there easy that's a real athlete there um, he looks very comfortable um, he has a good left legged kick in him he's a, he's a, he's a lefty um, decent passer of the ball but he's constantly taking really good options so like he was really challenging the Leinster defence with inside balls and disguising them really well he was breaking himself as well he's a, like I said he's a really good athlete um, so like he's playing I think he's been named to start with as a 10 for the under 19s against Connacht this weekend because uh, I think Dylan Hicks is actually out injured I think um, but I think looking at, at, at Tom Tom Wood like he's in the NTS at a fairly young age because there's a real player there and uh, the fact he can cover 15 as well and again I think he's still growing like as in we have to look at his frame going forward because again you might think well he can play fullback he's athletic enough for that do you know could you get a, maybe a ball handling midfielder there could you could you maybe go down that route I think they'll have to see how he pans out but like there's 100% if he can stay injury free that's a guy you watch him and say geez there's a pro there there's a pro there 100% um, but yeah I know I was quite impressed with the, with the halfbacks I felt they stacked up very very well in this game and uh, Tom Wood's ability just to manipulate the line uh, just constantly give a different picture uh, to Leinster was um, just a real positive and I think that it's it stands to him that his read of the game you know as it's playing out is so good he didn't look like a fella who's overly structured as in you know he's going to live or die by what you know well this is what we've drawn up like he seems like a guy who is very much like he's going to go out there and make plays and it, it seemed that way on field and himself and Barrett linked up really really well uh, and I thought they used their midfield and their looping wingers really really well um, also so a really good performance there by, by the Munster backs in particular but looking at the forwards I thought they were also really good uh, Jonathan Byrne uh, he's from Credit, uh, he's from Comp basically in Limerick good player good thrower big frame big size in him um, very interesting player guy I want to keep an eye on this year um, you know because I think we're seeing a lot more athletic types getting into the hooker position now that's certainly coming up through the ranks I know they've done some stuff with it with the um, monster clubs and stuff like that and um, there's a guy from Abbey Field whose name escapes me but um, I saw a bit of him and he's some bull of a young fella um, so like Jonathan Burns stood out to me as well here just his line out throwing was very crisp he looked very athletic physically he looked right where he needed to be as well and again like you look at that Leinster front row those guys looked in decent shape as well um, they, they gave away a few a few free kicks in that game for going over because again they're they're under 18 here so they can't push beyond I think it's is, is it 5 metres at this at this level Leinster caught a few times with that but I thought Munster adapted fairly well um, and I thought Andrew Wall I think he is Dorothy Wall's brother I think uh, she is starting in the second row for Munster uh, in that Interpro final um, on Saturday against Leinster in Musgrave Park and she is a freak physically um, uh, this, this this young fella looks again physically right where he needs to be and with potential for more um, he looked very very good to me and I think he is a fella who they look to try and invest a bit of time in um, because that sort of physicality again you don't see it all that often I like the look of him um, in the back five I thought there was lots of impressive players there 
Um, the second row of Joe Finn and Connor Galvin for me were very very impressive they carried really well they looked very athletic and both had really good moments like Joe Finn at one point took a restart I think it was and made a break up the field and like he looks like a big guy uh, and he was well able to stretch his legs get a pass away Munster had a great break off the back and I think it was off the restart after half time um, he looked very very athletic and Connor Galvin they used as a ball carrier and a really interesting um, do you know how sometimes you see the a line out where they take the ball down for a mall feint and then they swivel the ball to the hooker they did the opposite here where they brought it down like they do normally but then swiveled the ball to the lock who was coming around and hit the inside the tram line and uh, he made some good ground in that instance um, I was very impressed with them physically they really showed up and were getting into the Leinster fellas faces and making it a very physical contest thought they were very very good um, looking at the back row Ian Morton uh, from Christians I thought he did well um, didn't have a huge load of standout moments as far as I could see I'm, I'm, I only did one watch of this game but uh, I thought Bill Hayes from uh, Cistercian College Ross Cray and uh, Daniel Foley from Prez looked really good physical put themselves about um, Bill Hayes had a really good swivel pass in the build up to one try and scored a fantastic try himself just real power in the carry and he showed that all day really looked like a big physical young fella um, well able to carry the ball into contact against forwards and certainly against backs as well I think his try he ran through the Leinster 10 did really well and I felt that um, you know physically he looked like the most imposing back five player in the field really which again against Leinster at this, at this age level is is always impressive um, on the bench I thought Jamie Conway um, from Castle Troy looked very physical and imposing as well when he came off the field loose head prop um, I liked the look of um, a few of the other young fellas as well there like I didn't notice the, the, the bench impact all that much again because there was guys coming in and off the field um, but in overall like I think that under 18 schools team looked very very well coached and I think that once the physicality and, and the actual conditioning of the players is in any way equal you will see a lot closer games and you will see a lot more um, I suppose like an illustration of the cyclical nature of player development because I think sometimes with this stuff there's an assumption that well Leinster have always produced great young players so they always will produce great young players and there, I'm sure there are some great young players in that team but like default victory should not always be the case at this level and I think that if you can at least get it to some way level uh, playing field when it comes to the physicality I think you'll see a lot more results like this where Munster can maybe spring one over them and Donnybrook or whatever where it won't just be Leinster under 18 schools win all the time and I think they really I think you look at the the quality that's in the Munster Senior Cup again I think it's an underrated tournament I thought a lot of the rugby I saw there last year might not looked might not have looked as polished as what the Leinster Senior Cup does but I felt that the actual like quality of the games and the, the skill set that we were seeing in those games, you were seeing more expression from the players, which again sounds like a bit of a wankery term, but like I think sometimes in, in Leinster schools and in under, in under 18s, certainly as of late, everything has seemed very structured, which again is look is great and you always need structure. There's some guys who I feel that last year in AIL, like Shauna Dogbo, for example, could have done with a lot more structure at UCC because um, you know UCC have their style their way of playing and I felt that for a guy like Sean Adogbo who's still learning the ropes I felt that he could have done with being in a more structured environment because sometimes like structure suits some players sometimes it doesn't uh, and I feel that a lot of the Leinster players who are coming up 
they play to a system, a, a very strict system, and they, everybody knows their role. And when they're on, like they blow you away with their simplicity, um, where basically nothing is overly complex for any one individual in the moment because they all know what they're doing. And I think that's the big strength of the Leinster school system at the moment is that that a lot of the guys who are coming up they all play somewhat similar, and like that bleeds down from the from the the Leinster senior side as well. But I think looking at at the monster um, underage teams. I'm starting to see a lot more of the qualities that we're seeing in the senior squad also. So that was an interesting one I felt just to see how, you know, typically we look at um we look at those different teams and we go like is there a reflection from the coaching from the top down and there definitely is in in this case. Um now I didn't get to see the under 19s versus Ulster. Um, I've heard a few bits and pieces from those games Um, I will check them out I'll give you a bit of a feedback on it in the next podcast coming up next week Um, but I did see Munster Under 19s in um, to uh, in in Feathered where they were just beaten um, 29 points to 22 in Feathered and Adam Griggs is currently coaching the Leinster Under 19s Uh, if you remember he was the former Irish women's coach Um, so Looking at the Munster squad here, I'm just going to, again, as, as with previous, I'm just going to go through some of the, the players who stood out to me. And there was a, you know, a couple of guys did really, really well. I think the biggest issue for Munster in this game that actually cost them, like Leinster deserved to win. I think that's a fair enough statement to make. There's some really good players there. Like there's Alex uh, Usinov uh, from Belvedere College, their Lucid prop starter. He is some physical freak, this guy big physical player Tom Stewart their hooker as well uh, he's from St. Um, Michael's their captain a big physical guy um, and they've got lots of those guys in, 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 in their in their pack like Alan Spicer for example he's from Belvedere College just a huge man I know it's under 19s he is colossal I think he's 6'9 6'10 um, like he's still figuring out his, his physicality and his athleticism but Jeez, man, he he was some uh, tough guy for them to stop coming off the off the bench for him. Um, but I, I think looking at how um, Munster were able to stick in there physically with that Leinster under nineteen's team was a huge bonus for that Munster team. Like that Leinster under nineteen's usually physically are so far ahead. Like physically, they're they're really really far ahead of of all of the provincial teams that they play because these guys are coming out of you know St. Michael's they're like they're they're grown men at the stage are close enough to it you know then you've got just guys from coming all over who are just like talent like you look at Paddy Farrell for, for Leinster looked constantly like he was a fellow who could make breaks for you and up the wing he was very very elusive and dangerous but like for me with like the, the Munster guys who stood out to me I just go through them um, I thought that uh, Jed O'Dwyer and Matt Tapoe in the, in their back line for Munster looked very solid. Didn't get, because again, there was a fair few mistakes, handling errors that kind of let the pressure off. Um, I feel that Matt Tapoe, if he can get a bit more, basically a little bit more size on him, um, and I think he'll, like he will develop his father, former rugby international himself for, I think it's Tonga. Um, but, you know, I think there's a real player there, and Jed O'Dwyer is a fellow who you'd hear about a lot. You know, he's playing with Crescent Comp, or he was at least. Um, and you hear, I've heard bits of bits and pieces about him for a while, 
Um, I don't think he stood out too much in this game um, because again I think that that's just kind of how the game went but there's a talent there as well for me in the outside back line the big big guy who stood out to me was Gene O'Leary Kareem uh, from Prez he is in sixth year this year he is a cert for me if he stays fit and plays for the year that he will go into the Munster Academy next year straight out of school I would be shocked if he didn't he is some player um, as an athlete really really quick powerful explosive but his reading of the game his skill set is really really good as well now he made a few mistakes of course he's still a young player he's still learning like the worst thing this fella could do was get into his own head about how good he is um, because he won't reach his potential then and um, just plenty of young talent who's come out of uh, Prez who've been superstars at school level but it just doesn't translate into uh, into even URC level or you know up to up to you know to impressing at AIA level even. Um, I think with Gene O'Leary Kareem, if he keeps going on the the, the level he's going at, um, I would be shocked to not see him in that academy next year. Um, in the summer in that intake, just because he's got such a quality about him. Um, he's a guy who can ditch him the ball. He will win collisions for you. Um, he's like really well built. Um, but his, his pace his ability to break the line um, his pass quality really really good his reading of the game defensively as well as outstanding um, he's just a really smart player and he's got the athleticism to go with it and that's a rare mix um, good player very very good player I'm interested to see more of him this year at Prez should really stand out um, I felt that um, Owen Smith in Middleton looks like a, a good physical runner as well need to see a bit more of him I'll, I'll be checking him out um, against Ulster and again at, at Connacht for the 19s um, Dylan Hicks um, he's just going into the academy this year from school he's 6'1 big physical guy but he plays he plays big plays physical um, good pass quality good intellect understands the game like coach's son type guy you know what I mean like he knows the game inside out very interesting player is Dylan Hicks um, we've got a lot of good 10s coming through and like Dylan Hicks is a big physical guy um, I would again I, I think he's injured at the moment so like I'm not sure if we'll see him in preseason friendlies or not um, but physically in this game he was well capable of taking the ball to the line of imposing himself physically I was very very impressed with him um, Luca Cleary had a few mistakes at 9 but again I think a good player there as well um, in the front row I felt that uh, George Good off the bench physically at hooker was a big guy big physical player as was Darrell O'Connell uh, loose had plot, uh, proper placement Mark Fitzgerald Fionn Casserly and Emma Calvi all did really well uh, there's Fitzgerald and Casserly are from Crescent Comp um, need more size on them I think but there's good players there Emmett Calvi is out of school he was with Arts Girl Reach big physical guy as well a tight head prop he looks like a fellow who's converted from the back row I think he actually has I think he's got more size to put on him but there's a player there um, like he's got to pull it together physically you know and again like just, just to learn how to play at that size and he's getting there but there's a good player there uh, with uh, Emma Calvi I think he's a, a proper player I would go to say uh, in the back five Michael Foy and Conor Ryan a second row I thought it very well Michael Foy very interesting player gets the game line up work was good physically looked really good around the field as well looked impactful at his size too um, I'm not sure what height he is I think he's like is he 6'5 or 6'6 six, six, something like that maybe even a little bit smaller 6'4 we'll have to wait and see how he tops out but good player there 
good player physically I thought he looked very um, very very good um, back row looked impressive I felt Luke Murphy with uh, oh, he's playing with Shannon now um, just again I think he's 6'4 six, 6'5 six, but I think I've seen him playing him for, for uh, Ireland under underage sevens huge man physically athletically very very good look good here as well I felt we sometimes overcomplicated some of our back our, our back structure so I think it looked sometimes we kind of made things a little bit hard for ourselves but um, Oshin Minogue and Aina McCarthy um, on the flanks I thought looked really good Aina McCarthy at line out looked very strong he captained the side as well he, he's with um, Christians Oshin Minogue though same Munchens College big physical guy he reminded me of Alex Kendallin with the way he plays physical just really well built uh, wins collisions um, a good all round player understands his role I thought he was very very good um, there was a, a guy I was looking forward to seeing actually Dennis O'Callaghan from Christians he is his height will go against him but he is built like a fridge and uh, I thought he did some good breakdown work when he came on the field. I thought the the, the, the front row replacements were actually very good. George Good from Christians again. I'm going to find out if he's still in school uh, because I'll be interested to see him in the Munster Senior Cup next year. But there's good physical players there. Um, the bench as well, I think, in that game did, did well overall. But I think the biggest issue for Munster in that game was, like, again, we only finished the score out. Efficiency. We had a lot of opportunities and errors really, really cost us in that game. And I think that, you know, if that under, if that 19th team, and look, this happens, right? But like, I think that they will come away from that game thinking, okay, look, we lost. Um, We had opportunities to win, but physically we were right in there with a big physical Leinster team, especially in the forwards. They really stuck in there with them. And um that's a, a fantastic thing for them because look you can take them and go and just go like honestly i think there's some real talent coming up and with the physicality being in any way equal they can showcase that um so i've got a few questions in the channel that i will get to um i'm just gonna get to them there now this one was from Mackers. Is Tom Wood's future looking like out half? How did he go against Leinster? Outside star players, you see any potential for Max Klein types who can convert to the front row? Um, I think um, Tom Wood, I think because of the numbers that they already have, who are already very young there, I think they'll give him an opportunity to showcase that he can maybe do what he does maybe at 12 or at fullback. I think that's something that they might look at down the road. Um, I think they'll wait and see how he tops out size-wise and, and maybe go from there. But um, I think at the moment with the intelligence he's playing with, I think there's absolutely a, a fly half there. And I think they look to try and get him into the academy fairly early if they can, um, just because a fellow with that skill set and that knowledge of the game is rare enough. And I think they'll want to try and build on that if they can. And with regards to the star guys, um, yeah, no, I think there was a few fellas alright who looked like again that they had a lot of they they were in really good shape. I didn't see any potential front row converts at the moment. I think that even at this age, it's a little bit it's a little bit early for that. Um, again, you might have a look at the likes of Bill Hayes at Ross Craig, and could there maybe is there a hooker there? But again, you know, you're kind of making a guy, you know, he'd be changing very late even now, do you know. So like that, that 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 is something I think I'm always reluctant to do. 
Uh, Owen Ronan says early days yet I know but are you seeing any signs of a monster style developing through the age grade to match the way the monster teams are playing at URC and hiding a couple of it absolutely yeah you can see um, on ball sensibilities um, they're always looking to get their hands free and offload if they can uh, and you've got those looping wingers in the back line forwards you know a lot of playoff nine and then looking for your backs and, and you know to be almost an independent unit not integrated um, yeah there was lots of that there I felt um, and it's good to see it I think it's a sign of like Ian Costello's influence as somebody who's overseeing all of this stuff it only makes sense that the young fellas are playing a style that the senior squad are playing because why would it, it just makes sense to do that um, P-Dog 8 says is Ben O'Connor's future at fullback or centre um, Ben O'Connor is a big guy um, he's listed at 6'3 and 90kg at the moment I think they will initially at least anyway look to try and keep him at fullback it's a simpler game there uh, I think for the most part they'll want to maximise what he's really good at which is he's got under the high ball good positionally he's got great spatial awareness um, his kicking of the ball is really good as well so that's something I think they'll want to try to, to build on initially and again like once he starts reacting to training like a professional who knows what his frame could do because that's a real athlete there in Ben O'Connor a serious athlete um, he's explosive he's strong um, I think like that they like him in that spot I think fullback wing I think there's lots of that stuff it's kind of the similar it's kind of the same now like so don't be surprised if you see him like maybe wearing coming on and playing on the wing because again they're expected to do broadly similar things um, but yeah I think his future is bright I think they'll wait and see how he plays out physically because they might look at him and say is there an outside centre there because um, again the roles and, and the requirements of, of what people are looking for are, are changing every every six months it seems in this game uh, JMCCC says what kind of player is Chris Barrett from match reports he seems um, very involved in pretty much everything um, yeah he's a really sharp really good passer of the ball his pass quality is great his attendance of the rocks is great needs to build on his physicality obviously as well but I think there's a real a talented scrum half there and uh, gets what he's supposed to do and what's important um, so he's done really really well there um, so yeah that's the last of the questions there I think um, I've got a few questions about a couple of other young players as well I'm going to maybe bump that to after I watch the Ulster under-19s game the under-18 schools games that are coming up and the uh, under-19s game coming up this weekend against Connacht so I hope you enjoyed this podcast uh, I'll uh, be back with more during the season and more next week as we kind of just get to know some of these younger players that are coming up through the pathways I'll talk to you again very very soon